Republicans aren't talking about repealing Obamacare anymore, but years of them doing so may have had a big impact on enrollment. A new study by the National Bureau of Economic Research found that 3 million more people would have enrolled each year between 2014 and 2019 if politics had no sway over their behavior. This is Pulse Check. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Federal data shows deep racial disparities in HIV infections and access to treatment. The CDC's latest study found that 40% of new HIV infections in 2022 were in Black individuals, even though they make up less than 14% of the population. And even as use of the HIV prevention drug PrEP increases nationally, it's not getting to communities of color at the same rate. The CDC found that 94% of white dwells at risk of contracting HIV have a PrEP prescription, compared with under 13% for Black individuals. Five months after her nomination, the Senate Help Committee held a hearing Wednesday on the White House's pick to lead the National Institutes of Health, Monica Bertignoli, who currently directs the National Cancer Institute. Bertignoli's nomination has been held up by committee chair Senator Bernie Sanders, who questioned her at the hearing on whether she would ensure that drugs developed with NIH research are sold in the U.S. at the same price as they are in other countries. Bertignoli declined to make specific policy commitments, but said she would work to make medications affordable and available. The committee will vote on her nomination next Wednesday. And for the first time, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is screening Medicare Advantage Plan's TV advertisements before they air and blocking hundreds of them over what the agency calls misleading information and unsubstantiated claims. Politico healthcare reporter Robert King is here to explain the significance of CMS cracking down on these ads during Medicare's open enrollment period. Thanks for having me. So you are reporting on open enrollment for Medicare, which kicked off earlier this week, and you are writing about how seniors are getting just totally bombarded with a lot of ads for different insurance plans. And some of those ads can be somewhat deceptive and misleading. This is all hard to navigate. So why is this happening? Why is it like this? So Medicare open enrollment started on October 15th, and it runs through December 7th. And a big source of these misleading ads is for Medicare Advantage, which is a private option. You can use your Medicare benefit essentially to get a private plan. And the advantage essentially is that they offer benefits that traditional Medicare does not cover, such as hearing or dental. However, Medicare Advantage has become increasingly popular and more and more insurers have tried to gain market share in the program, and that has led to fierce competition over older Americans. So that has led to an increase in marketing, an increase in advertising, and a lot of other tools that they can use to try and sign up as many older Americans as they can. And so you wrote about how the federal government is trying to step in and prevent the most misleading ads from going before seniors. What are they doing? What can they do? So CMS has issued some new regulations within the past year aimed at trying to rein in some of the most deceptive practices. 
One of those new tools is CMS is going to review and either approve or deny television advertisements for Medicare Advantage plans before they hit the airwaves. This is a difference from the previous approach, which kind of looked at ads after they hit the airwaves. And now they're trying to prevent any of these misleading ads that could mislead seniors on the benefits that they offer, the benefits that are available, or what the cost sharing for the older Americans are. They're trying to tighten the reins on this. In your view, is it working? Is it a meaningful check on misleading advertising? Are they saying, can't put this up on the TV? CMS gave me some figures that from May 1st to September 30th, the agency reviewed more than 1,700 ads. And of those ads, it rejected more than 300. So they are trying to crack down on this, but it's hard to have a lot of context surrounding those numbers because this is the first time that they've ever done this. There were a fair number of the ads that the agency did reject were from third-party marketing organizations, which are essentially companies that try to market plans and reach out to seniors on behalf of larger insurers. And these third-party marketing organizations have been a source of complaints from seniors who say that they've potentially been bullied into signing up for a plan that they don't want or been misled over what the plan actually offers. So that's something I think to keep an eye on. It sounds like some members of Congress want to do a lot more on this front. I remember months ago, some were saying they want to even ban Medicare Advantage from being called Medicare Advantage. They think even allowing them to use the word Medicare for a private plan is in itself misleading. So what's happening on the Hill on this? It's important to note right off the bat is that Medicare Advantage has a lot of strong support from both Democrats and Republicans. So a lot of wholesale reform is unlikely, I would think. But there is starting to become concerns about, you know, not wholesale reform to the program, but maybe having some efforts to rein in some of the practices that might mislead older Americans. There's also concerns about overpayments from the federal government to these private plans. So there may not be a lot of support for a wholesale overhaul of Medicare Advantage, but they do want to have some reforms especially around marketing, because it's a common source of complaints from older Americans. There was a hearing on Wednesday in the Senate Finance Committee on this issue, and it seems like senators are wanting CMS to do more on this problem. They're hoping that they can tighten the reins even more on these kind of third-party marketing organizations. So I would expect more pressure on the administration than actual movement in Congress on this issue. Well, thanks for staying on top of this really important story and hope to have you back soon for an update. Thanks so much. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is an editor for Pulse Check. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting, Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening. 